0: Hello everybody and welcome to still no plan. I'm Jordan and I'm here with autumn and we have a very special guest today. We're having Ella Henry. Um, If you don't know Ella Henry, she's an amazing health wellness recipe chef. Um, content creator. She's on TikTok and Instagram. She talks about what she eats, what she's doing to make herself just be the best version of herself. Um, And Autumn and I were lucky enough to go to college with her. She was in our sorority. So we are so excited to have her on. Great friend. Welcome to the podcast, Ella. Thank you. I am so excited to be back. I missed you guys. And I am so honored
1: to be called a chef as well. <laughs> <laughs> I have imposter syndrome in that area. Definitely not a chef yet, but
0: someday oh my god I will call you a chef compared to like what I'm doing you're like you are an expert Thank you. you. I think these questions today are going to be very basic for you because Autumn and I are just like how do you make food (laughs) I love those questions they're my favorite (laughs) um well if we want to kick it off um first Autumn brought this up and we'll just start at the beginning of the day Um, You are like famous for your matcha recipe on TikTok. Everyone (laughs) loves your matcha. Autumn (laughs) and I were just talking about how we have yet to perfect the matcha recipe. So what's your secret? Can you talk about how you prep your matcha every morning?
1: Of course. It is my favorite part of my morning, favorite part of my day. I go to bed thinking (laughs) about it. Probably a little too obsessed. But yeah, I love matcha and I love matcha lattes especially. And so I started creating like a frothy matcha latte. And basically, you blend up almond milk with vanilla maple syrup and collagen and I also just started adding colostrum in there too but it makes it super super thick and foamy so when you pour the matcha over you just blend the matcha with water after it's just like this like thick like foamy milkshake type drink and it's impossible not to drink in like a minute or less like it's (laughs) so good um but yeah it's just like makes you feel so good too like I used to drink coffee all the time and until I cut out coffee, like I didn't realize the effect that it had on me, like anxiety jitters, even like digestion, all of that. And so matcha has just made the biggest difference in my life. And it's also just such a fun way
0: to drink it. It's so delicious. Are you making your nut milks or are you, what brand nut milk are you using?
1: I'm buying I right now I'm using like the Califia three ingredient one um, almond milk. Yeah, it's it's great to make it, too. It's always so creamy when you make it. It's just sometimes I make it and then I like don't use it in time or it's just like because it goes like bad quicker. Um, But Mm -hmm. if I had time to make it, I would be doing that 100 (laughs) percent.
2: And I feel like when you make it, it's good for like that one first drink. And then it just gets gross instantly. So I don't know how these big companies are perfecting it like that. I don't but, understand. I'm not asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> no. Also with the matcha, I think I need to try yours with like the collagen. Cause I was trying your recipe, but not the collagen. And then I was like, it's like missing something. And so I think need it misses collagen. that like fluffiness. So yes, I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I think something about the morning mantra, the morning routine, you were posting about leaning more into like these slow, easy mornings, which I also love and try to do, but I just struggle because I go too slow. And then I'm like, shit, now my morning routine's three hours long. Like I can't, I'm making the electrolyte elixir. I'm making this, I'm doing all of it. And <laughs> then I'm like, oh, well now I'm late to work. So how do you balance this like slow morning routine. Like what does the morning routine look like and how do you take it slow, but reasonably slow?
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's such a good question because I'm the same way. Like I've slowly progressed my mornings earlier and earlier because there's more, I want to fit into it. And then that kind of like takes away from the point of a slow morning, because like the basis of the slow morning that I went into it, like my intention with it was like, okay, I'm going to go into this morning, like not on my phone, not on my computer. And I'm just going to be like Doing what I want to be doing without like the stress and anxiety of jumping into the day. And that was like the whole intention behind it. And then I'm like stressing out about fitting everything into it. And it's like, okay, well, that's (laughs) kind of counterintuitive. So I feel like making sure you have that intention of like, you're moving slow, like, get done what you can get done and feel good about what you can get done. I feel like sometimes an intention is better than a to do list because sometimes you're not going to get everything done on that to do list. But if you have an intention of how you want to feel and just, and and you accomplish that, then it's so much more powerful. I don't know if that I answered the full cool question. Like,
0: and I love that I'm literally gonna frame an intention is better than a to do list and like <laughs> put it on my mirror every morning and look at it when I'm stressing myself out. Um, but I'm curious so, do you work from home? And if so, what time are you waking up in the morning? Like, what are your like morning non negotiables? that obviously like well-intended slow mornings, but what are you doing like every single day regardless?
1: Yeah, I do work from home, um, which also can be tough just because like you're in your whole environment all day long and you don't really like separate that, which is I'm I'm sort of struggling with right now. Um, but when I'm doing those slow mornings, I'll usually wake up around like 5.45, six, sometimes earlier. I've been like doing earlier lately because like I'm saying, I've been wanting more time. But normally I'll wake up around like, six or seven. And then non-negotiables, I've really been trying to, now that the sun's sort of coming out, get outside before I start work. Because if I don't, like I said, if I don't leave this space and like just start working, it just like throws off my whole day. So if I can get some sort of sun in my face and nature and just go on a little walk, it makes the biggest difference. Um, If I can work out before work, I'll do that, but don't always have the time Um, Of course, frothy matcha latte is a big part of my morning. (laughs) And then recently I've been reincorporating a journaling practice because I did like, I think we talked about this a little bit last time, but when I was doing like going through gut healing, a big part of my healing journey was journaling because that mind to body connection is so real. And just getting those crazy thoughts, anxieties out on paper, like really helped me get over them in a lot of ways. So that's like going to become another non-negotiable again for me because I realized how much I was missing it so I think those are the main things obviously like drinking a lot of water and all of that too but the main thing is just like getting out of my workspace and like getting out of my head and just like reconnecting with my body and myself before jumping into work because I feel like it's so important to separate those two
2: I don't know if you've ever had like a work from home day where you don't leave the house until you're done working. And I did that on Monday and I walked outside and I was like, I can't even like <laughs> open my eyes. Like what the fuck, where am I? What time is it? Like, it's so jarring to not see the sun. Even when I go to the office, at least I see the sunlight, like walking to my car and mm-hmm. then walking into the office. Like it might not be a long time, but it's something. And the morning sunlight, I don't know. I'm trying to incorporate it, but it's so hard. It's cold. I'm like, how do Uh I have this like strength to do it? Um, I love the quote though, of like intention better than a to-do list. If I had one thing from this episode, it's going to be that (laughs) we're going to, but that that ties into something that we talked about with one of our other guests, part-time wellness. She, um, talks about this concept a lot of like health for hobby versus health for Mm -hmm. health sake. And I think it's easy to get sucked into this mindset where you think that you need to, you need to have the liter of water. You need to have the elixir, You need to have the shot of immunity booster. Like you have to do 25 things to be healthy and it can get really overwhelming. And then it like sucks all of the fun out of it. And so what are your like non-negotiables when it comes to health? Like just the core if you had to take out all the hobby part, like what is the core? (laughs) I love that by the way, that
1: she said that, because I think that is so, so true. Like you can lose yourself in health. And like something that's so important to me is like, when I find myself starting to stress over health, then it's no longer healthy because the whole point of health is to like be good on your mental health and take away that stress and make you feel good. So I love that. And I completely agree with that. And I think that goes back to like, of course, like balance honestly is my main non-negotiable like i've realized like when i'm like eating like obs- obsessing over eating healthy all the time it's like that's not good at all like throw in a pasta throw in a garlic bread throw in a wine night like you know like you're allowed to do all of these things and you're allowed to like have fun and that's what makes you enjoy those little moments like what's the point of that health if you're not doing all of those things you know like i feel like you're going to grow up and look back and be like wait, I missed out on so many fun experiences. Cause I was like trying to focus on health, but it's like health is so much more than like food and exercise. It's your relationships with your friends, your relationships with your family and nature and all of that. And so I think those are the main things, honestly, like having those solid friendships, like family relationships, like really like trying to ground myself in nature more, which obviously like you were saying, it's so hard when it's cold out because you're like, don't, you don't want to go outside, but you know, you need to go outside. So that's a mm-hmm. huge thing. And then of course, like I love food so much. Like it's my favorite. It's obviously like my passion. I love cooking. I love healthy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a visitor. <laughs> <It's so cute. laughs> so I don't know if you could hear her. Um, she was punching the door for everyone listening. My <laughs> dog just joined in and I was like, I need to just let her in. So she stops being loud and annoying. So she's still going to be annoying, but hopefully she'll be quiet now. Yeah. Um, I would say just going back to like
1: the pillars of health, like non-negotiables would be like good sleep, like getting out in nature, like really prioritizing your mental health and those stress levels and then relationships like love and friendships and laughter. Like all of that is so important.
0: Um, I, Love all of that. Autumn and I just had an episode talking about like our mo- how we're focusing on like fitness and diet without hating ourselves it was like the whole theme of it. We're <laughs> just talking that. about basically that's it, like move to move your body and like eat to feel good. And like sometimes eating to feel good means like eating a comfort meal and getting fries and mm. a burger and a milkshake, and like that's what you need. And sometimes it's like, oh, I'm like craving a salad and veggies because I've been missing out on that. And so I think the more you like do that and focus on intention, the more your bo- you'll be able to understand what your body is looking for and like do that intuitive eating that I feel like everyone is striving for. Yeah. Um. I think another thing that gets so tough in the health and wellness space, and I am so easily influenced. So like I am a purchaser, I love consuming and I am <laughs> always buying shit. Um. But I just saw you post a TikTok and I really liked it. And I would love to kind of talk about it. You talked about eating supplements. And I think that's such a great thing like to say and talk about because supplements specifically but like there's so many different medicines and things and all these different things that you can kind of take mm-hmm. when you can also just incorporate things into your diet. So can you talk a little bit about that and like how are you handling that?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, first and foremost, like just knowing like the source of your food is so important because if you're buying regenerative organic produce, that's going to have so many more nutrients in the soil and vitamins and minerals and like local foods. than if you're getting like something that's been like plastic wrapped in the grocery store, that's not going to have that much nutrients. Um, And I've also, something that I've been doing recently is like, I incorporated meat back into my diet. And I think like last time we talked, I was just drinking bone broth, but now I fully like have meat again. And so like knowing the source of your meat, like, is it high quality, like family farmed meat, you know, all of that, like really, really matters. So that's the number one thing is knowing like the sources of your food because where it's sourced like is the higher nutrient content. And if you can, like the number one thing I would say to do is like find local farms around you a lot of like, cause I think like one of the biggest things I hear is like, Oh, but like all that food is so expensive. But if you're looking like locally, it actually can be a lot less expensive. So there's these things called community supported agricultures where you can get like a membership for like 25 to $50 a week. And you just get like a huge box of seasonal fresh produce. And it's amazing. Um, but then of course there's also like little fun things. Like I was mentioning in my video, like Brazil nuts, like are really high in selenium and like bee pollen is like nature's multivitamin and bone broth is like high in collagen and gelatin. So there are these foods that are like super high in nutrients that you can incorporate. And that's what I find so fun about like health and wellness and food is like, I like, it was always like this. Like when I was growing up, even like I started liking a food because like, I found out how it benefited me. And then I was like, oh, like, so that'll do that for me. So I'm going to like that food then, like, and just like trained my mind to kind of be that way. Like, and I feel like that's just such like a fun way to look at food and enjoy new foods and try new things. Like looking at it as fuel for your body. And like you said, like as supplements, like there's so many things out there and you need to ask yourself, like, what do I really need? Like, let me go back to the basics. Like if I'm eating like a crap diet, but like taking these supplements, That's not gonna do anything. If I'm taking these supplements and I'm super stressed out in my home life, like not gonna really do anything either. So like go back to those pillars before you start like spending all that money on the supplements and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's I have two points in the supplement thing. So my (laughs) aunt is like crazy on the supplements. She takes like 50 or 60 a day to the point where it's like what? Like, I don't know what this is healthy. Like, this is scary. And so she lives in Europe right now and she's been getting really bad migraines and the doctors, like she wants to get all this testing done. And they were like, how about you stop taking supplements for two months and then you come back to us. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't even know what's actually causing you to feel this way. If you're like taking all of these things. And it's one thing to be like wanting to be healthy. It's another thing to be like, Anal about it, so anal about it that you're like hurting yourself. I think you talked about you were like over supplementing iron and then you started to get sick. Like people just take things just because they see it's good on the internet and then they yeah. start feeling sick. Like that happened to me with CMOS. I was like, everyone's doing CMOS. I'm going to do CMOS. And then I started having headaches every day, like really intense stomach pain. I'm like, obviously, this is not good for me. Like whatever mm-hmm. it is doesn't feel good in my body. And so, like, sometimes it is like working with a doctor too if you're going to take these supplements like asking advice like be careful about consuming just to consume because someone on TikTok said that this was going to be the ultimate health thing like a hundred percent
1: everyone's bodies are so unique and different like you need to ask yourself questions about if you really need something or outsource that information to a doctor before you ever start taking something because I mean I've fallen down that rabbit hole so many times myself too and even when people like ask me like for recommendations I'm like I'm always like well this is what I do and this is what works for me but like mm-hmm. make sure, like I don't know what works for you everyone is so different and so you really have to it's it's honestly amazing that you're so intuitive with your body like that and that you were able to like, kind of realize that that's what was causing that and cut it out Because I think a lot of people get confused on what's happening and they aren't able to do that so it's it's an awesome skill to have
2: uh it's called health anxiety um <laughs>
0: so <interesting. laughs>
2: It's really fun. Hyper awareness. (laughs) Some might call it um, generalized anxiety illness disorder, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, It's funny. I I'm in this yoga teacher training program, and we had like an Ayurveda specialist come in, and we had like a full like ten hours just talking about Ayurveda, and it was talking about this concept of like the Ayurveda is like five thousand years super old medicine, and it's talking about like the longer you take to consume food, like the less healthy, the more like nutrients will deplete itself. And people think that you you go to the grocery store and you're buying like only produce, but like, how old is that produce? Has it been sitting there for three weeks? And so I love that you talked about, what was it called? The community sourced agriculture? Yeah. CSA
1: community supported agriculture.
2: Yeah, I definitely want to look into that because I'm someone who I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't go to the farmer's market, but then I go there and I spend $100 and I get like three things. And then I'm like, well, shit, and I have to go spend another $100 to actually get what I need for the week. So that's a good tip for people who are like looking to incorporate like naturally regenerative local I, produce.
0: I also love shopping lo- like with local farms because it really tells you what's in season like you can't get things yes. that aren't in season and that's something I've ever since we had Rana on our like first episode who also specialized in Ayurveda she was talking about how important like seasonal produce is and it just makes like I mean I still there's things that I like love getting like I'm obsessed with watermelon and so I will like buy watermelon like It's in March in Seattle, there's no (laughs) watermelon growing anywhere, (laughs) but like that's fine. So there's like still my things, but it makes me think and aware of like, oh, here's the things that are growing. And like in the winter, it makes me have a little bit more forgiveness because a lot of the things that are growing are like heartier, starchier foods. And so I'm like, it makes sense that I'm not having a million like leafy greens right now. And I'm not craving like leafy greens and I'm craving more like all these like rootier vegetables. So just one more plus one to that agriculture (laughs) box, because I do think it's really great to be mindful of like what's growing in your area.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's better for your health in general too. It's better for your gut health. Like it's better for your hormone health. It's better for your health in general to eat seasonally. Um, and better for the health of the environment too, and it's better for the health of your wallet. So all in all, it's yeah. just worth it. <laughs> it's
0: a win for everyone. Yeah. Um, I would love to know like a day in your life of food, like what what is kind of your meals. I am really great at dinner because I love like the ordeal of cooking a meal, and especially that I live with my boyfriend. I like cook for him, and he just loves food in general. So like no matter what I make, he's going to be so excited about it. But I have a really hard time with lunch because it's like in the, it's not a full meal. And I'm like, if I'm, I either like won't eat or I'm like, or I need to prepare like multiple course dinner. (laughs) So so how, like, what are you eating for breakfast? What do you eat for lunch? And what are you eating for dinner?
1: (laughs) So what, like a typical day for me is I'm not like always super hungry when I wake up. Um, if I am, then I'll have like a chia seed pudding or like, and recently I've been having like overnight oats and just like loading that up with like fruits and toppings and stuff. But if I'm not hungry, then I'll typically wait until like around like 11 and I'll have like a big loaded toast. I'm like obsessed with toast. And so I'll do like two pieces of sourdough. And then recently I've been having cottage cheese. So I'll load it up with like cottage cheese and like a bunch of veggies and herbs and different things. Sometimes I'll do eggs. Um sometimes I'll just have eggs for breakfast too if I'm not too hungry. Um but I just love loading it up with whatever <laughs> fruits, like vegetables, anything, olive oil, salt, pepper. Uh, I'm on a cottage cheese obsession right now as all of the <laughs> internet is. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's super good and then for and then I'll like either like snack throughout the day a little bit and then for dinner I'll have like Typically just like a big bowl of like we're talking about, like whatever is in season. So if it's like different lettuces or vegetables, like I'll cook that all up and put it in the bowl, like sometimes over like rice or sometimes over quinoa. Um, and that's like a typical thing. But I've also been eating so much like such more of a variety of foods lately. Like I've been having like meatballs and I've been having pasta and I've just honestly been saying yes to everything. So it really just depends on the day now, but my typical would be like the loaded toast and then like a seasonal bowl. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that you were the first person to like give me permission through your content to just like have a bowl of like whatever's in my fridge. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can just like have like I mean, this is like what you're- <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I can like put some like cashews and carrots and like yep. some random things in a bowl and I eat love it that. and like. I am allowed to just like give my body nutrition. It doesn't need to be like, um, an official meal, but I'm going to ask one follow-up what, where do for your dinners, let's say like, where do you get inspiration? You're obviously like making all your own content and cooking all the time for like your socials. So where are you getting inspired and where are you finding new recipes and how are you deciding like, oh, this is what sounds good to me tonight.
1: Yeah. I love that question. And that's honestly probably one of the most popular questions I get um I love just like walking around the grocery store like I know that's weird but I, it's like my therapy like I think it's so fun to just walk around the <laughs> store like see what they have get inspiration walk around the farmers market like see what they're selling I'm I feel like I'm really inspired by seasonal produce cuz it's like okay what's in season oh I haven't tried this like what can I cook up with this like let me look up like what flavors go with this thing and then like combine those into something of my own twist and so that's kind of what I do. I like, I've really been tapping into the seasonal eating. So it makes it fun because you're exploring new things every few months. Um, and then, yeah, just like walking around the grocery store or even like thinking of my favorite restaurants and trying to recreate something that they've made. Mm
2: -hmm. I love the justice for snack bowls for lunch because (laughs) (laughs) I've also like, I, in my teacher training, we like all eat lunch together. And my teacher was eating just like cheese and cucumber and like little slice of meat and ve- other veggies. And I was like, that looks so fucking good. And it's literally just like snacks in a way of anything. <laughs> and so now I've been having like a snack, like a charcuterie plate every day for lunch. basically. Yep. No, that's, um,
1: I, that's, that was a good one. I I forgot about that. It's like one of my favorite things to eat for lunch too. It's just like, well, let me just put like hummus and veggies or like a dip and crackers and just all
2: of this in like a little bowl. It's like a healthy Lunchables type thing. Like it's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it like, it takes off so much of the mental load of cooking too. Cause so I true. think that can be exhausting, especially like cooking for family or friends. Like just it, you can overthink it to like death when in reality, just like yeah, go back to the basics. I think that's the theme of today. The go yep. back to the basics. Um, 100%. Do you have like top two or three tips when it comes to making better choices at the grocery store?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think this was actually a tip that I recently heard that I found kind of funny, but I mean, I've never actually like used this, but it makes sense. It's like stay to the edges of the grocery store because it's like, that's usually like where all like the fresh produce is and stuff. Um, but I like, I think like the biggest thing is like, try going to the farmer's market near you because all of that is like fresh produce and like fun vendors, like making it out of their home kitchens. Like they're typically not using like crazy processed ingredients or like crazy processed methods. Like, you know, they're making this stuff by hand and that's a lot more special. That's also a big factor in your food. It's like when it's made with love, it's just so much better. Like it really does make an impact. You know, you know exactly where it's coming from. Um, but I think like reading ingredient labels is like a huge skill to learn and like kind of knowing what you're putting into your body. Um, that was something that I learned like such a long time ago. And just now it's kind of just like common knowledge. Like every time I pick something up, I either know exact, like I can scan an ingredient label in like five seconds and know if I'm going to eat that food or not. Um, but yeah, I think like the biggest thing is like sticking to like fresh homemade foods like that's that's the best it can get
0: when you're eating out or like going to a restaurant are you like worried do you do you think about any of these things or are you kind of just like oh it's okay like I I don't know like are you all I know you kind of talked about this earlier but like are you always on like always mindful of everything that you're putting in your body or like are you kind of like an 80 20 girly like trying your best but also like allowing space to eat a in-and-out burger or whatever
1: like to be completely honest I really try and be like the balance I don't care like that's what's so hard about being in this world is like you're so ingrained in it that you can't help but it be in the back of your mind and so I really try and let that go because like I said like what's the point of health if you're not going to like enjoy the little pleasures of life anyways so I really try and balance and like eat whatever I want and just kind of go for it like when I am out, because I know like I'm treating my body like with good stuff, like most of the time, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, of course there's that like voice in the back of your mind. You're like, shut up. Like I'm just trying to enjoy this. Like it's, it's hard and it's something I'm working on
0: too. Do you have any specific restrictions right now? Or it sounded like you added meat back in. So are you eating everything?
1: Basically, yeah. I mean, I don't really eat processed foods, but like, I'm eating like meat. I'm eating dairy. I'm eating gluten. I'm eating everything now, which is like the craziest thing. It's so awesome.
0: <laughs> are you and still working? With- oh. oh, I was here. just say, how are you feeling adding meat back in? I want to touch on that quickly before we move on.
1: Really mm-hmm. good. Like, I feel like I feel stronger. I feel like I have more energy. Like, I'm fully like I have my full period back, and like my cycle is super normal. I just feel like more like connected with myself and my body. Like I don't have that like fog. Um, And yeah, I think it's been, I think that was something that I didn't realize was having such an impact on me. Obviously there was like so many different factors, but I'm, I'm super happy that I brought it back in and I, I really only choose like high quality meats like we were talking about. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I noticed that for me too. I took a long like five year break from red meat and it got to a point where I was like with someone who is eating a burger and I was like, can I just sniff it? Like that smells (laughs) delicious. My mom was like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, it just like, I, my (laughs) mouth is like watering watching someone else eat it. And then I ate it. And I instantly, like I was having, I was feeling so sluggish and like gained weight. And I just like lost like 20 pounds just by like eating red meat again. And I think people get so stressed about like being in on certain diet fats, when it's like, it's really not good for you or your body. It's really hard to eat properly as a vegetarian or a vegan, like with our lifestyle and like the current produce that we have at the store. I think it's really yeah. hard to have all your,
1: your nutrients. hundred percent. Like a lot of the plant-based proteins like aren't fully bioavailable. Like your body doesn't absorb them well or digest them well, like it would like a real like protein.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, And I had the
1: same situation. Like my boyfriend would be like eating meatballs and I was like, and, and but never before like did I have the feeling where I was like I want that like it was always just like eh, like whatever and then one day I was like I'm, I'm my mouth is watering I need that meatball my mouth
0: right now. <laughs> like, it was like the flip of a switch like I, I was so confused but it was like the best <laughs> um, yeah well I think it goes to show like how your body will tell you like your body will tell you what you need yeah um Something I've seen you've been getting into, I'm just like, obviously been stalking you. Something you, I've seen you've been getting into is cold plunges, which is obviously like so trendy right now. Um, But I love, I also am getting into them and I, I love, love them, but I would love, how did you get into it? Why did you start doing it? How is it making you feel? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So I was at dinner with a group of friends and they're all super adventurous, like health and wellness friends. They're just like so incredible. Like they've taught me so much, but we were just sitting at dinner, like chatting. And they were like, I've always wanted to do an ice bath. Like I've only done it once. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, I've never even like done it or thought about it. This was like over a year ago. And um, they were like, let's just like go buy a bucket and do it like at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning before work. And I was like, haha, yeah, like, sure. And they actually went and bought the bucket. And so we all showed up at the beach the next morning at 6 a.m. with ice and filled it up and just filled it with ocean water. And we all cold plunged. And it was the first time I'd ever done it. And it was so cool because it ended up turning into a thing we did every other Thursday. And now there's a group of like 300 people that goes to the beach and does these cold plunges every other Thursday. So it's turned into like this huge community, which is incredible. Um, but yeah, it just all started with four of us at a dinner table <laughs> and it was, it was amazing. Like I had never, when I first did it, like I had never felt anything like it. I was just, first of all, like starving all day long. Like, I think it just like revs up your metabolism. And then I just had so much energy, like just naturally, like I didn't need caffeine that day. I was just like running through the day, feeling so
2: positive and good about everything. And it's a dick thing. <laughs> I know when my, when the Ayurveda girl came into coaching, we did like breath work, which is called transformational breath. And it's like kind of similar to Wim Hof breathing. And it's something that people utilize when they're doing cold plunge and stuff like that. And she was like, this breath work is very overwhelming and powerful, and it can be addicting. It's really common in addicts to become addicted to this breath work because it releases like so much dopamine, so much serotonin in your brain that like, it's a very, common for addicts to become addicted to this and I was like that is crazy to be addicted to like a cold plunge or addicted to this like breath that's making you like lightheaded I don't know it's just I'm too much of a scared girly to be in that place right now <laughs> but um yeah the cold plunge is it's the best exposure therapy for sure Thank-
0: Okay. Well, yeah, that's amazing. I've been getting so into cold plunging and we live on the lake and it's like winter here. And so we have been jumping in right now. It's 54, which isn't that's too amazing. cold, but it's pretty, that's pretty like cool. That's like a natural one. Yeah. It's really nice. Like we, um, a, a few years ago, my sister had an engagement party here and like my sister, me, my boyfriend, and then my sister's husband, all got pretty drunk and we were so hungover and we were supposed to go to the Seahawks game that was like super exciting because we're going to the Seahawks game and we were so hungover and miserable and so we all jumped in the lake in November and it was like probably like under 40 degrees it was freezing cold but it feels so good like it's literally we were like we're fine back in action yeah
1: literally the best hangover here ever and if you're, if you can't take the full on plunge, like even just put your face in a nice cold bath, <sighs> it feels so good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I that mean, it kind of gives you a brain freeze, but it, it helps a lot.
0: Yeah. That's honestly the worst part for me is the brain freeze. Um, but on that note of a couple years ago, me getting way too drunk, do you, <laughs> how is, how are you like having, how does alcohol show up in your life? How obviously it like has a lot of impacts on like inflammation and all of these things. So how, how are you doing that? How are you drinking?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just like drink on the weekends. Um like like normal like I that's something that I've honestly always had like a fine relationship with. Like I can go months without it and be fine, but I also like really have fun drinking it like with friends and socially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um I love tequila. I love my natural <laughs> wines. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: do you like, do you pay attention to like the quality of tequila or like this, like recently I have before, like
1: I (laughs) didn't really care. And now I've realized that so many tequilas actually have like added sugar and additives. And a lot of the times, like that's, what's making you feel crappy the next morning. So I started Mm -hmm. like doing my research on what are the tequilas with like the least additives, Da, 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 and I found like a couple. And so I'll usually just like drink those. And then if I'm out at a bar, like you can- I-, I don't want to meet the girl that's like, well, what are your additive free tequilas? So I just- <laughs> <laughs> can I look at the ingredients? <laughs>
0: so wait, what are the tequilas? Toast us um, The one that I've been
1: drinking is Don Fulano it's called. And I just like literally looked up an article and it said, and I've like, whenever I drink it, like, Peer, like peer and don't have anything else. Like I don't feel that horrible the next morning, so it's doing the trick.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's I'm amazing. thinking, I'm thinking that tequila is going to be my summer drink, like a watermelon marg. Mm. Just sounds delightful. Mm. That sounds amazing. Speaking of drinking and hangovers, I know that us girlies with any sort of stomach problems do not want to be taking Advils or, like, what are they called? NSAIDs or is that I like the shortening yeah, people yeah. say for them? Because they're really hard on the stomach can even cause like internal bleeding. Mm-hmm. So do you have any, like, I don't know if you're having a headache or like period pain, like what is your go-to at home sort of Advil concoction? Yeah.
1: I really like Hilma it has tension relief and it's great. It's kind of like a natural Advil it has some herbs in there. Um, I love turmeric, um, as well. And then I love magnesium, like Magnesium helps so much. Just Pure magnesium glycinate is wonderful. Um, I started getting migraines at one point, and those things all really, really helped me. Symbiotica also has a different sort of magnesium that I love that's really helped me. And then also, there's this cold cap thing, and you put it in the freezer, and then you can put it on your head, and it's not like anything like an ice bath. It just like feels like cold on your head, and it feels so nice. So that's been helpful too. And then. Something else that I've been trying recently is like an acupressure pen. And so like you put like little acupressure spots, like wherever, I mean, I don't know like the map, but it says like exactly where you have a headache, like it gives you a spot and that's really helpful too. And then of course, like the, the answer that no one wants to hear is like not looking at a screen, but like it does really help when you're not looking at a screen. (laughs)
0: Sometimes when I'm working all day, like we were talking earlier about those like days that you're stuck inside, I'll literally feel at the end of the day, like nauseous. And like, I mm-hmm. will just feel so unwell. And I'm like, I need to not like, I just need to turn off screens and I'll just like lay in darkness. And then I start to feel better. Like it totally, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's totally just the screen. <laughs>
1: so, it's, no, it's, it's like we weren't, great. we weren't like born like knowing how to like stare at a screen all day like we're supposed to be outside and in sunlight and like that's why it's so important to like go outside in the morning and go outside before you go to bed too like that resets your entire circadian rhythm and it'll make you sleep better at night and it'll make you wake up with more energy and so that's like why I've been trying to prioritize getting outside because it's it's like not it's not normal for our bodies to first of all be sitting all day and then staring at a screen all day
0: yeah um on that note what is your nighttime routine? Do you have like how do you get your good sleep?
1: Yeah, I, lately my nighttime routine hasn't been ideal. <laughs> but <laughs> typically, like on like a really good nighttime routine is like okay, like let me fully shut off all technology. Like lately I've been like ending work and then like working, which like isn't ideal, but like it's just like what I've been having to do right now. But like shut off like your screen. Like, like I said, like get outside, like go for a walk, like call a friend, just like reconnect with those basic things, eat a good meal. Um, like read a book. Like when I was in a good nighttime routine, like I would like put on my red light and because red light at night, like is just so helpful for like, if you're going to bed, you don't want like all that fluorescent lighting. I've never been someone who really likes like overhead fluorescent lighting anyways. So I love the red light. Um, and just really getting into that relaxation. I love like drinking a warm tea. And like I said, like magnesium glycinate, like has been so beneficial for my sleep. Um, and yeah, like just relaxing with a good book and obviously like a journaling practice is so important too. I've, that's something that I want to start reincorporating my nighttime routine again, but yeah, mine, I mean, life ebbs and flows, like it can't always be like perfection, but yeah, I think Hopefully I'll get back there soon, working on it.
2: <laughs> it's nice that you give yourself grace. I Thank wanted you. to ask about balancing screen time though, because that's something that Jordan and I really struggle with. Like we are basically not active on our social media for this podcast and we would like to be, but like we both feel so drained after working <laughs> nine to five staring on a screen, that it's really hard to like, Go home and then be on the screen for another hour or two to like get stuff done for this. And so, when you first texted us, you're like, oh, I'm like transitioning jobs and all this stuff. I really thought that you were just like quitting your full time job to do Glow with Ella like full time. And so I was shocked that you're like still putting out this amazing content and like working full time. How do you manage all of that? it's
1: like something I'm definitely working on managing, to be honest. Like it's not a perfect science yet for me. Like I have the same thing where I'm working all day and then I'm like, oh, like I know I shouldn't be on my screen, but like I, I truly do like love what I do so much. And like, I want to put stuff out there, but it's, it's hard. Like sometimes I'm just so exhausted in the last thing you, you just want to lay in darkness. Like Jordan said, (laughs) you want to go back on your screen. But yeah, I think like, That's why it's so important to like (laughs) get those moments where it's like no phone, no computer, like get out in the morning, like before work ever starts and like give yourself like an actual lunch break where instead of scrolling on your phone, like get outside and walk and like do it right after work too. Like just those moments where it's like split up throughout the day, I think has been really, really helpful for me. Even if it's like five minutes walk outside, like whatever you can do is better than nothing.
2: Yeah, and that's something I struggle with. I I'm someone who I'm like, it's all or nothing. We're doing two hours of podcast work or we're not gonna meet for two weeks. Like it's so hard to remind yourself that like even five minutes is something. Like Mm -hmm. you can just go outside and stand there for one minute, and that's better than not going outside at all.
0: Yeah, and I think to your point earlier, like truly like screen time is just the biggest thing that I've done for my sleep. Like not being on my phone right before bed is just if I can do, like, if my Huge. sleep routine is yeah. shit, but I'm just not on my phone before man, like, all is well. Um, so wh- I feel like we've gotten so much into specifics. If anyone wants to, like, hear Ella's life story, go listen to the original episode that we had her on because that was much more about, like, how she started her content, how she got to where she is now. Um. But I would love to kind of do, like, a looking ahead. What's next for you? Are you planning to dive more into health education or do more certifications or like lean more in that path, lean into content creation. Like what's up, what's next?
1: Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, there's a crying baby that like, I don't know if you guys can hear it because
0: I'm so sorry. if you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that I think like, good. I
1: always like want to keep learning. I think like, especially with health, like there's always new things coming up and there's, it's so expansive. There's always more to learn. I'm constantly learning and growing. Nothing I say is like, absolute fact you know like things change and so I hope to like evolve and learn like with my community that's learning from me like I think it's so special that we're all learning and growing together um so continuing on that path um and then I really want to like build out my like recipes like so I don't know if that'll be like a cookbook or like I like my my goal is to make a cookbook that has health advice like woven throughout it and like seasonal recipes woven throughout it think that would be really cool but yeah just kind of going with the flow right now um and just continuing on this path and yeah I'm I'm really excited
2: I would love one day a glow with Ella restaurant (laughs) and a cookbook but a restaurant yeah oh my gosh restaurant is like
1: actually like vision board all-time goals. That would be so cool. Well good because
2: <laughs> and I <know>. a farm.
1: <laughs> I, I really want to I really want to like have my own farm and be able to like go outside like and like have a table. huge garden and like farm like animals. Like I really just want to live the farm life.
0: <laughs> yeah. My sister is kind of living that life right now and I that's very- amazing. She has chicken, she has a bunch of chickens yeah. and she gets eggs every day from them and her eggs are so delicious like so now I'm They're eating so like good. store-bought eggs because I was just in Hawaii with her and I'm like, Danny's her <laughs>
2: like bring back Danny literally
0: eggs. um
2: I'm like growing
1: a small garden outside right now so hopefully that'll be like a small touch of something while I'm in an apartment until I have a farm
0: <laughs> I've seen I've seen people on TikTok who talk about like mini homesteading and they have like little mini gardens and they instead of having chickens and eggs, they have quail. Wait, <laughs> this. Like, they, <laughs> this, apparently you can have like a bunch of quail in a small space and they live like perfectly that fine. So and so funny. people will have like 12 quail and just like collect like a dozen <laughs> quail eggs a day. So that could be your yeah, next exactly. apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to consider that. Um so <laughs> quickly before we wrap up, I want to ask you like who are your what are your favorite resources? Like, do you have a favorite account on TikTok or do you have a favorite book? Like, what should people, what should people like read or do? For
1: which sort of topic are you thinking? Like for food, like for health and wellness, like.
0: I mean, I feel like it could be anything, like whatever, when you're like, oh my God, I literally like just scroll to this person or like, I love when this person's feet, like face comes up on my feed. Um, But also let's do like one that's health and wellness. At least.
1: Okay, I love, um. I'm trying to think of someone who I like always watch their videos. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I really like the founder of symbiotica. I think he's so fascinating. Like just listening to him talk, he's a really, really interesting guy. Um, and he like talks about a lot of topics that aren't talked about at all. And it's just like cool hearing his perspective. Um, books I love the daily stoic for just like a daily little passage I think it's like so readable it's so easy and it really just like helps you gain insight into the world um and then one book that like really changed my life and I want to read again and it's like more mindset than like direct health and wellness but the four agreements I think we talked about this last time it's like such a beautiful book and it's truly just like it's life-changing like I genuinely think every single person should read that book so A couple recommendations.
2: (laughs) The four agreements is also like, it's only four hours on Audible. It's something so easy Mm -hmm. to like, listen to the whole thing. I listened to it like the first week of January and I was like, I'm a new person. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have like, what is your favorite resource when it comes to like learning about eating and learning about like health and wellness in that way. Oh,
1: I just thought of another guy who I love and that'll answer that question too. Like Huberman lab um, on
2: (laughs) podcast.
1: He is incredible. (laughs) Like I literally, I'm not even kidding. I just bought a notebook and pens and highlighters and I'm going to start listening to his podcast. Like I'm in his lecture. Uh I just find him so fascinating. I
0: know. I know it really, you can't like listen to it mindlessly Mm because I'm like, I've tried podcasting and walking, like listening to him, and I'm like, nope, this isn't going
1: to work. Like, I need to be sitting at a desk writing.
2: I know. My boyfriend was like, I hope you never meet Andrew Huberman because he would totally, like, you you would date him. You'd leave me for Andrew
0: Huberman. (laughs) And, like, yeah, I probably would. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that he says that. It's so funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I got my boyfriend hooked on Andrew Huberman because we went to the live show, which was so. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. How was that? huge Huberman stance it was honestly so fun if he ever comes to your area like I yeah, recommend sure. it's definitely like obviously not like a call her daddy live show but <laughs> <laughs> it was very like it was like you were sitting in his yeah. lecture and like it was like a it was like a really great college class like that's how that's it what felt, it feels honestly. listening to
1: his podcast
0: that's yeah, incredible. it was like a very good, engaging lecture. Um, so definitely recommend. But all right, so do you want to shout yourself out? Where can people find you? Yeah, uh,
1: Glowzilla everywhere. So Glowzilla on TikTok, Glowzilla <laughs> Instagram, and then Glowzilla Recently, just renewed my website, so it's back up. <laughs> but it's really Ooh, plain. Cute. There's nothing on there. I-, I hope to start putting recipes <laughs> on there. But <laughs>
0: yeah, I really hope you make a cookbook. I will purchase it. Aww,
1: you guys uh, are the best. I, I
0: already can think of like 20 people who would purchase it. So <laughs> You have, you have,
1: you videos. guys are the best. I love talking with you guys. You're so fun. And I want to come back on again.
2: How like a dream would be if we have a studio one day and like doing it in person. Cause so much more fun to record in person. Yeah. So yeah. maybe next time we're in LA, we can like book a studio. That would be so fun. And we could do something yeah. fun like that. Where are you guys at right now? Again, I'm in San Diego and Jordan's in Jordan, Seattle. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, okay, you're yeah. yeah. Oh, I just thought of something. Next time, not a studio, we'll do like a cook with Ella, like a live recording. Have that a would little be happy so hour, fun. Happy hour and like cook I'm dinner in. together.
0: Oh, <laughs> With the additive free tequila. Yes. Yes. With the additive free tequila. I love that. Oh Wait, Autumn, I didn't know
2: you were so close to me. That's
1: awesome. I love we, San Diego. San
2: Diego. Is, if you're in San Diego, let me know. We can hang out. Yeah, but I, I hate driving I, to LA. So I'm barely horrible. there.
1: <laughs> and I've always wanted to go to Seattle. I think I told you this last time, but I've like, I need to go to Seattle.
0: Yeah. So beautiful. Oh my God. You have a place to stay with me. <laughs> you're the and best. if you ever want to come up, like, please do. Um, yeah. Well, thanks so, so much so for coming Thank on. You guys for having
2: me. Anytime.
0: Yeah. Truly delightful. You're the best. Sorry, you guys are killing
1: it. True inspirations. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs>